The internet is a vast ocean of unofficial intelligence. The following views and opinions expressed on this show do not represent the parties expressing them. Their jokes lighten up. Now let's start the show. The case you are about to go on is very dangerous, requires courage, ingenuity, and above all things, intelligence. That is correct. Sometimes you've got brain. Don't let us go to your head. Medulla oblongata. That is one big pile of shit. Why don't you show them what you've discovered so far? We ain't found shit. Boom. You looking for this? Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Unofficial Intelligence. It's your best friend, Steve, here along with Ben and Anthony. As always, thank you so much for listening. We appreciate you. If this is your first episode, welcome to the show. We're glad to have you. We don't want you to miss any of the action, so make sure you're following us wherever you get your podcasts from. And if you'd be so kind to leave us a rating and a review, we'd really appreciate that. It'll help that algorithm, that G. let everybody else know what the hell's going on over here. Maybe they'll start listening to the show, too. Spread the love. Don't hog it all for your ear holes. Let everybody else enjoy it. And if you're looking for our stuff and where we live online, how you can talk to us, how to get involved, Ben and Anthony got you covered. That's right. Um, actually, I want to start off by saying like, it feels kind of empty here after last week. We are missing a family member it was, from your side of the tree there. Was some good stuff. Anyway, if you are having any unofficial withdrawals between episodes like I was last week, because we had such a great conversation, uh, you need a little something extra to get you through the day. Go ahead and follow us on Instagram. It's at unofficial underscore pod. That's where we post clips from the show. Any memes, polls, lists that we have, anything else you need to know to stay in the loop. We got it there. Uh, also on there, we have our link tree. It's in the bio. So it's easy for you to stay up to date on all the things we got going on. Our social media platforms, our YouTube, all that good stuff is there. And if you need to get in touch with us, you can always slide into those DMs, but you can email us too at hi at uipodcast.com if you want to send us your top 10 song list because you know we're not done with that just yet uh if you need any relationship advice any financial advice we're very qualified to give you guys that Mm -hmm. anything you want us to know uh how you found the podcast how you're liking it what you want us to do what you want us not to do anymore do it there wow beautifully said thanks from both of you guys amen peace be with you and also with you so get lift him list. up. We lift him up to the Lord. <laughs> Push P right to the God. Listen, you're probably on your Google freaking tab craziness right now. Close them all. Open up a fresh new one. We know you're not working anyway because you're listening to the best podcast that has ever graced your ear holes. Type in www.unofficialpod.com and you will be transported to a gorgeous website. And just check out the beautiful design, the beautiful layout of everything. It's a canvas graced with the paint of our artwork, which is what we're delivering to you on a weekly basis. You got our Instagram link. So you got our email link in there. You got YouTube videos, even the list of all the episodes. And like Ben and Steve said, last week's episode was a banger. So go check it out again. Now, that's all I have to say about the website, but I've had a lot of time yeah. driving in my car. To miss Cousin Robbie. To miss Cousin Robbie. <laughs> and also, I was listening to a lot of shows. Okay. And I have to say, I've finally found the best show. Ours? Uh, it is Unofficial Intelligence. Yeah, there you go. 
<laughs> delivered on every podcast platform that you can find on the internet right now. It sounds great. It's really good. The three dudes that do it are fucking sexy, number one. Yeah, I know one guy is extremely tall. So tall. Great beard. Unbelievable beard. <laughs> the other guy's not fat at all. He doesn't wear big shirts to cover his belly. This is the uh, 10% body fat crew. Yeah. <laughs> and the other guy is just fuck, full on a sculpture of Adonis. Oh, shit. You guys got re like real waistbands on. You guys got jeans on. Yeah. Yeah. We had to. I was going to say, man, I've been rocking elastic for, I mean, I only put a regular pant on twice a week. It was alarming. Because I'm putting in work this week. Yeah. So I yeah. had to dress the part. I'm yeah. putting in some work. Yeah, we got to put some work in on this episode. It's about time we got it started. We got a lot to talk about. We got a lot of people sounding off in the emails this week. Uh, but we knew that would be the case. You can't have a number one spot with Miley Cyrus and not get some heat. Um, so we got a lot of emails to get through. Uh, got a hefty all-time gas station snack list for Talking Snacks sent in by Gilbert. Shout out, Gilbert. Uh, out. And plenty of entertainment stuff happening. We're finally going to talk about <laughs> Il, Il... Biblio... No, what? Libro. Libro... Del... Del... Bobby... Greek cheese, Bobby Greek cheese. So I, I, we'll talk about it when we get there. Yeah, we'll get we'll get <laughs> we'll get to the stinky cheese. Uh, we're gonna kick it off with these emails. You know, first off, like Ben mentioned at the top, got a shout out, cousin Robbie, mm -hmm. knocking it out of the park last week. Uh, you know, appreciate the time and effort that went into making that list. Uh, I gotta say, you know, a couple of those nights driving home from uh, the city. I listened to our playlist. Nice. It's it's a banger. It, it is. is a banger. It's a banger. I've listened to it quite a few times. Um, so yeah, who, uh, who wants to start off the emails? I guess I got a few from my family, so. Yeah, we could start with, uh, NY Frank. He was the first one to, to grace us with the, uh, with an email this All week. All right, let's open it up here. Let's see. Uh, subject, Uncut Johns. <laughs> Uncut John. <laughs> Boys, notice not using gentlemen anymore, in parentheses, got that. Um, great episode today. Pleasantly surprised with many of the group's choices. As you hit many different genres from the 60s to present, Music is the one thing that brings many generations together, no matter how young or old you are. Uh, well said. Can't say it any better Beautiful. right there. Uh, the Beatles, Steely Dan, James Taylor, Earth, Wind & Fire, Chicago, Billy Joel, Sam Cooke, Santana, Marvin Gaye, Bob Marley, uh, all great in their own right. Too many to name and even harder to pick only 10. Great job, Cousin Robbie, uh, but great insight and perspective to his selections. Yeah, like I said, man, just the guy is a fucking stud coming here with the legal pad, took no. pen to paper. Uh, what's going on? You've got a friend. September, just a few of my favorites. Shout out NY Frank. Thanks for sending in the email and the top jams. Uh, yeah, I mean, why I have a lot of the tastes I have in music is because, you know, listening to him blast it on the stereo in the basement. Talking about wood cabinet speakers. The receiver had like a weighted dial on it. Oh, man, that's mm -hmm. how you know it's good, good stuff. Yeah, it felt expensive. So he always yelled at me when I was playing with it. That's uh, how my dad would wake us up Saturday mornings. With is his, with the jams with the freaking Barry White in the mornings. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, uh, shout out dads just giving us those playlists early on. Yeah. Um, what else we got? Uh, who's next here? Cousin Seanimal. You want to go with Cousin Seanimal? Yeah, do it. Uh, Cousin Seanimal. Subject: Great episode, gentlemen. Love the episode. Making a top ten songs list is an excruciating task, but you were each brave enough to take it on for the sake of the pod. Special thanks to Steve for putting his in order this time. <laughs> Hats off to Cousin Robbie, who is an excellent guest. Hope you have him back on again sometime. 
Dude was really throwing a no-hitter until he took that cheap shot at McCartney. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. He's not yeah. backing down from it either. Yeah, he's standing by what he said. He's, he's a man of his word. Uh, in what some may view as a cop-out, I am submitting my top 10 list of songs that were listed on your four top 10s. I love that. I'll save my own top 10 for my in-studio appearance someday, and we're looking forward to that day. Uh, number 10, I want to dance with somebody. Try to sit still when this chorus drops. I dare you. <laughs> Very true. Uh, number nine, semi-charmed kind of life. Back in 2007, the company I worked for hired these guys to play a private concert for us. They made the mistake of also putting them up in the same hotel we were all staying at. After the show, they banged all the hot sales reps at my company because this track slaps. <laughs> it's not the only thing that was getting slapped that night. <laughs> Uh, number eight, A Day in the Life, perfectly captures what made uh, the Paul slash John songwriting duo the best ever. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah, and, you know, bummed I didn't have a Beatles track on there, but glad it was represented uh, without my negligence. Number seven, <clears throat> this coffee. Yo, this coffee's giving me dry mouth. Yeah? A little bit. Are you, are you nervous being around us since we're big stars? Yeah. It's, I think it's the broadcaster arms. Okay. Uh, number seven, Use Me. Bill Withers career is criminally underrated and the drum beat is legendary i mean it's why it was on my list that drum beat is legendary uh number six juicy the perfect hip-hop track number five wish you were here the acoustic guitar solo intro is what made me want to learn to play the guitar as a kid number four three little birds my all-time favorite artist uh and i'll add there's nothing like uh driving around uh the island of oahu uh just with bob as a soundtrack as we fucking through darts uh, via the football across every beach uh, all, all over Hawaii. So that was awesome. And just a soundtrack to an extremely great vacation. Can you uh, throw the football over them, their mountains? I, you know, I get close. Yeah. You know, it's a, it's a little rough now. The, the fucking, the, the labrum isn't what it used to be. But um, Hand me the pinks. <laughs> uh, where are we at? Uh, number four. Oh, no, I did that one. Number three, Bring It On Home To Me. It's a sad song that makes you smile. Hard to pull that off. Uh, number two, don't think twice. It's all right. No one could tell someone to go fuck themselves nicer than Bob Dylan. <laughs> Very true. And number one, stand by me. Simple, heartfelt, a classic. Uh, that's a great. That's a great top ten of our top forty. That is a great. Top I 10. like that. Um, even making this list was hard. Much respect. Cheers, cousin Shawnimal. Thank Cheers, you, cousin, cousin Shawnimal. We appreciate the uh, the effort put into making that list. I'm and, a little shocked that Bohemian Rhapsody didn't even touch that list. Well, you know, I mean that. It's tough. I mean, like I said, I it's tough, man. The ten, one so that ten songs is a slap in the face to music. I'm, I'm gonna go out and say your list was the most controversial. Your top ten, Anthony. Yeah, that's too fucking bad. I had some people <laughs> that loved it. I had some people that didn't love it. Yeah, I can't wait to hear their names so I can uh, fucking stalk them. Awesome. Which one are you gonna stalk? The ones that loved it or the ones that didn't? Both. Love it? Okay. Uh, I'm you got a, a lot of work to do. I'm an equal hater <laughs> lover. Lover. But I equal opportunity. That's what I meant. Yeah. Uh, Controversial take, and I'm going to say right now on air, Queen is better than the Beatles. All Done. right, gear off the podcast. Done. Uh, no, I'm calling Cousin Robbie right I, now. Yeah, I call should've, him. I should have. I should have hit the on air button. Just turn that off. <laughs> you can. That's hot, hot takes. That's my opinion. No Clip one, it. No one turned out more hits than Queen. Sorry. The Beatles have a whole album of just number one songs, and it's 23. Every <laughs> song that Queen made. Still gets played at every sports stadium. Oh my! Across God. the globe, even people who don't speak English. No, we will rock you. Anyway, 
You're out. You're uh, out. Of, you're out of line. Yeah, man, that's a lot to unpack. Not, that's a lot to unpack for there. having an opinion. You're lucky that we have so many emails that we have to stop this conversation right now. We can stop it, but I'm I'm putting my foot down. Come after me if you can, bro. Neil Young is going to put his music back on Spotify <laughs> after that. Hi at uipodcast.com. Tell him why he's wrong. <laughs> uh, last wrong. last top ten coming from uh, Fiji Flay. He's got Biscotti his top Pippen. ten. Biscotti Pippen to some. Uh, he's got his top ten here. I'll read them off right fast. Uh, we got number ten, Burn Radio Burn by MC Ren. Clearly digging deep into the crate, going back to his DJ Speed days. <laughs> uh, number nine, Black or White, Michael Jackson, great song. Number eight, Homebrew Three Eleven. I do want to add when I said that Champagne was my favorite song, I I mentioned that it was off the album Beautiful Disaster. Uh-huh. I meant from Chaos. I let it go. You know, yeah. And and when I was listening to our playlist in the car on the way home, and, and the album cover popped up, I'm like, you idiot. <laughs> um, but hey, wouldn't be an episode if I wasn't wrong about something, right? Uh, number seven, She by Green Day, great song, great baseline. Mm-hmm. Uh, number six, GZ and Hustlers, Snoop Dogg. Why doesn't that sound familiar to me? Hold on one second. Let me look at this. Jeezy and Hustlers. I mean, my brother do have some typos be happening in his Jeezy and Hustlers. Snoop Dogg. Jeez and Hustlers. Oh, Jeez and Hustlers. My bad. <laughs> I was just reading. I don't know how to read yeah, this. I can't. Uh... Yeah, I can't. Well, I can't read. Sorry. Uh, what the fuck? N-D-U-G-U? Lettuce? I don't even. I mean, I love lettuce. What the, what the hell song is that? Number five. I'm just glad lettuce is on your list, Chris. Did he have a seizure when N- he wrote it? Nadugu. Indugu. Yeah, all right. <laughs> I don't. I just I don't think remember it's on that. their latest. Okay. Album. I'm bad with track names. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, sure. Uh, number four, Rosanna by Toto. Great song. Yeah. Um, number three, Regulate Warren G. All right. Almost made right. my list, Chris. It fell off late. I like it. I like it. Uh, number two, Get Away, uh, by Catch a Fire. Okay. I don't know that one. I don't know that one. Okay. Number two. Uh, number one, My Way by Frank Sinatra. There it is, boys, my list. Uh, now, like my brother being a musician, these are the songs that hit home for me, whether it's the lyrics, the melody, or the fat beats. Have a great day, gentlemen, and see you all soon when you have me back on the show. This guy. Just, <laughs> I just slip in the invite <laughs> back in there. Um, we see you, Chris. Yeah, you'll be back. Chris. You'll be Don't back, worry about yeah. that. So like, like our list, I'm going to also create another playlist of all the listener top 10. So okay. it's going to be one big compilation. Okay. Um, so you can party for days. Courtesy Jeez. of unofficial intelligence. Yeah. Uh, which leads us into, I think we got two more top 10 lists. Great. I love it. Um, and we're going to try to go through them as quickly as possible. But we got Cousin Lenny, his top 10 songs. He said, no order, just my favorite songs I can listen to over and over. This was harder than I thought. Thank you. Welcome to our world. Yeah, seriously. Uh, I feel like I miss a lot, but I put this together pretty quick. Great job, fellas. Keep it up. Love Cousin Len. Uh, he went with 10, Metallica, one. Nine, Pearl Jam, elderly woman behind a counter in a small town. <laughs> All right, a little wordy on the title, but hey. Eight, The Righteous Brothers, You Lost That Love and Feeling. Nice. Whoa, that love and feeling. <laughs> uh, seven, Stevie Wonder, Overjoyed. Nice, great song. Six, Jump by Van Halen. Nice, nice. Five, Human Nature by Michael Jackson. Love great it, song. Love it. Great song. I used to cover that in uh, uh, one of the bands that I... Uh, do you remember that dude who played sax? Actually, yeah. Yo, yeah, shout, yeah. Out, shout out Eugene from Ukraine. Obviously, thoughts and prayers going out to them. Uh, but did that song used to cover that? Used to come out from the drums and just sing that while Eugene played the guitar and uh, our friend Greg on the bass. Man, love it. Yeah, Bad Rabbit is a great cover of that too. Yeah, I modeled my 
cover because when he does the yeah. <laughs> um, number four, I'll make love to you, boys to men. Nice, Billy Joel, Miami, twenty seventeen, great song was in consideration for my list. Uh, Fire and Rain by James Taylor at number two. Nice. And number one, Cemetery Gates by Pantera. Ooh, okay, nice. And he threw us a couple honorable mentions, honey right. mentions as we call them around here. All right, what do you got? Elton John, Candle in the Wind. Okay. Frankie Valli in the Four Seasons, Who Loves You? Ooh, yeah. nice. <laughs> Green Day, When I Come Around. Nice. Green Day getting a lot of love today. Yeah. Uh, All Night Long by Lionel Richie. Okay. Fortunate Son it. by CCR. Love it. Frank Sinatra, The Way You Look Tonight. Oh, nice. Real quick, the CCR reminds me of uh, when I used to wait in line outside of Freak Beats for the record store day, and they, the owner would come out with the list, and he would like, you know, there's limited quantities of the record, so they'll ask, like, what, you know, your top pick, and then if that if they didn't have enough, because somebody, they'll be like, yeah. you know, get, and the guy next to me, he, he, like, it was one of the most expensive box sets on the entire oh, that, list. It yeah. was the Creedence Clearwater Revival oh, really? box set. It was like, fucking $640 or some shit like that. And as soon as, soon as he said, he's like, that's all I want. Everybody in line was just like, cause he was the dude that drove up in the Porsche. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Had like the unfoldable like chair, like set up shop. Yeah. And that's all he, he, he was there for was the CCR box set. <laughs> Jeez. Did he get it? Yeah, he got it. Of course he got People it. People weren't dropping 640. I, I, say, yeah. I, I, I spend about 250 uh, ish every record store day. That's like, maybe I get like five, six records. I mean, I'm out of lost words. I mean, I, I can't imagine liking CCR that much. Well, hey, as I'm saying, you know, hey, it's on Cousin Lenny's list. I All mean, right. in no particular order, but you did list it. Number, was yeah. that number one on his list? It was an honorable mensch. Oh, honorable mensch. Yeah. Johnny mensch. Johnny mensch. Uh, Ryan, I'm going to break up the top ten list here with a Ryan email. You know, it's when, it's not a good podcast unless we get a Ryan yeah. email or Cousin Robbie. And Cousin Sean was a big fan of That's the Ryan That's true. And Cousin Sean will. Uh, top ten, et cetera, is the... Um, Subject here. I started doing a top 10 and got to G in my artists and already had way too many songs. <laughs> so I'll just concede that I can't whittle it down. Uh, spoiler alert. He still might have a list coming. He, he was working on it. Okay. Uh, so I'll concede that I can't whittle it down. Your lists are magnificent anyway. Love the playlist. Thank you for creating an Apple one instead of just Spotify for us Apple nerds. Hell yeah. Steve, as an addition to your number one, have you ever heard this absolute fire jam? <laughs> Party and bullshit in the USA. Have oh, you ever is heard it that? a mashup? It's a, yeah, oh, it's a mix up of, of party, party and, bu and, and bullshit. bullshit. And Do you want me to give him a taste or we want to just, yeah, we'll give him a little taste. Oh, yeah, I love it. I love it. I love it. We'll put that in the links this week. It's it is fire. And that's on uh, it's on Apple. That song. Uh, it's on YouTube. Oh, YouTube. Okay. Yeah. And definitely bleep out that N word that popped in there. Well, Wait, you don't want to say it. I didn't say it. Yeah, say it. Yeah, just say it. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, you got it. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the email continues. Robbie, that gorgeous stack of pancakes killed it this week. <laughs> and he quickly mentioned Ferris Bueller vs. Back to the Future. On a random night out when we weren't old, myself, cousin Robbie, brother Phil, and our friend Liam started talking about 80s movies, and for some reason, Robbie and I began violently arguing which movie was better, Ferris Bueller's Day Off or Back to the Future. Any thoughts quickly? Quickly? Uh, like what's Ferris. better, Back to the Future? Yeah. Uh, man, I mean, I I'm going to have to go, God, that's so tough. That's so tough. I love, I love Back to the Future. 
especially because it came out in 85. Mm -hmm. So that's, I feel like that's like my birthright movie. There's a lot of great movies that came out in 85, but that one in particular, I, I really enjoyed, always liked it, loved the video game. But damn, if fucking Ferris Bueller didn't make you want to try and fucking yeah. get one of those sick days in and fucking have an adventure. <laughs> yeah. uh, I'd still probably go with Back to the Future, though. Right. No, Ferris. Matt, Matty Brods. Yeah? Yeah. yeah. I'm right. Hot Takes Toronto. Pre, pre, <laughs> pre-murder Matty Brods. Allegedly. 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 Uh, all right, so they were arguing which movie was better. Uh, we decided to pull the locals. We verbally accosted everyone we saw in town <laughs> that night and asked them which was better. Unfortunately, the incorrect choice of Ferris Bueller won by a slim margin. Mm. We asked like 70 people that night. I had a picture of the tally, but I couldn't find it in my backups. Ryan, you got to get somebody to do some archiving for you. Uh, it was one of our most fun nights and led to a lot of wild and random conversations with strangers. Also, Robbie, IMDB scores Back to the Future 8.5. Ferris Bueller, a paltry 7.8. <laughs> Hugs and kisses, Ryan. Well, on this show... We don't go by IMDb. We go by the we tomates. We go by the tomates. So I'm going to pull it up. Yeah, check that out. While you're pulling that up, I'll give you a random fact. Actually, recently I just saw it. Uh, the actress uh, who plays his sister, Jennifer Grey, uh, they dated for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and and it was like one of those types of things. I don't know if it was like Gold Coast or whatever, but she, it's like, you know, where's she been? Why she been out of the, you know, she was like such a mega star back then. And then she kind of just like faded away. She got like a bad nose job. I think she just got a nose job. I don't think it was bad. I think she got a nose job. But it was like... And it was like people were just like, whoa. It, yeah, it she's like shocking. unrecognizable yeah, now or yeah, something yeah. like that. Yeah, that's what I... I don't know. Unfortunately, <laughs> to show you, man. Yeah. Uh, just stick with what got you to the dance. I know, for real. I always said that about... um, What's his name? Napoleon Dynamite. I don't remember oh, his uh, name. J- uh, John Heater. Yeah, dude. You should have did 50 Napoleon yeah. Dynamite movies. Yeah. It was they a gold mine. They would have paid you. Yeah. They, they never would have stopped I can only think out. of one movie he did after that. It was uh, Blades of Glory. Oh yeah, all right. So then two movies, Blades of Glory, and then there was another one where he like went to school, like learn how to get girls, so he could like talk to this one girl, Ugh. and then the teacher winds up. It's it's almost like a anger management kind of storyline. Yeah. And he was in uh, Bench Warmers too. Oh, that's right, that's right. But still, nothing touched Napoleon Dynamite. No, no. Wait, did you guys talk about the? Ice skating one with Will Ferrell. Yeah, yeah Blaze of Glory. Glory. I'm sorry, I was I was looking at. These. I think you're a tomatologist, right? Yeah. Now. So, <laughs> <laughs> give the, us the veggies. The sauce is in, boys. All, All right. right. What we got? Uh, Back to the Future. In the tomometer reading or tomato meter, tomato tomato meter. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a landslide for Back to the Future. Ninety six percent versus Ferris Bueller's eighty percent, but the audience score closes the gap a bit. But Back to the Future still on top, ninety four percent to Ferris Bueller's 92% All right. audience score. So Who directed that? You have that Which handy? one? Oh, John Hughes. Uh, Writer and director. Jay Hughes joint. Yeah, I mean, shout Breakfast out to John Club. Hughes. Yeah, Breakfast Club. Hey, like the Another theme- movie I haven't seen, but I'll throw it out there like I did see it. <laughs> it was a good movie. Yeah? S- 16 Candles, Weird Science. Oh, shit. Hold on. Wait a minute. No, no, uh, never mind. That's just the more like this. It's Sixteen Candles is definitely John Hughes, but I don't know about uh, Weird Science though. Great fucking movie. Great fucking movie. Great fucking. <laughs> you see do, this movie? Uh, maybe we should do a top ten like eighties movies, top ten nineties movies. Maybe we we'll fucking start throwing that into I'm the entertainment mix. Just MC that episode. Yeah, but yeah, we'll get two MC. guests and I'll MC <laughs> the episode. You've seen more movies than another person that emails this show. Who? Chrissy kind regards. Chrissy the forty five thousand dollar man. The forty five thousand dollar man. Literally. Has never seen 
like Jurassic Park. I haven't seen oh, it. I mean, Ben can't but speak like, to that. No, I mean, like, he hasn't Face seen... me when you say that. <laughs> he, hasn't, <laughs> yo, he hasn't seen anything. Yeah, it's a shame. There's a lot out there. I, you know, Anything. I, I see everything, man. I, I, I saw fucking Resident Evil. Welcome to Raccoon City. We'll get into that. Oh, you like, all right. We'll we get into that. We all right, well, let's close this mailbag. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got it. We got enough. We got one more list coming. Wait, in. I want to hear the controversial takes on my list. Okay, yeah, we'll do this. We'll give you this last top ten list that I got. Then I'll someone roasted you. Spoiler alert: we already heard from them in this episode so far, but we'll get to that. <laughs> um, last list we got for this week. Like I said, the mailbag's still open. Yeah, and we can. We're keep, gonna keep them, keep them coming. We're gonna create this playlist, and and we will continuously add to it as long as you guys are pumping out the top ten lists. Yeah, um, our good friend Brian. Need to have him on the show at some point, but I did chastise him. I said, "Hey, listen, because he, you know, he falls behind, he catches up, yeah. which is fine." Yeah, hey, but you I, listen whenever is good for you, right? And I said, "Listen, we want to have you on the pod, but I need you to be current, and I need you to listen to this week's episode." Yeah, that's, and I, that's the rite of passage. Yeah, and I am formally requesting a top ten list from him, okay? Because uh, him and I have a lot of very similar music tastes, yeah. and I wanted to get his his input on it. Uh, so this is his list, and I think we're getting one from his wife, his lovely okay. wife Megan. Uh, his top 10 list is Peter Gabriel at number 10 with Salisbury Hills. Okay. Number nine, Gnarls Barkley Crazy. Okay. Which I was surprised by, but hey, I mean, it's a slapper. It is. Uh, number eight, Oasis, Don't Look Back in Anger. I love Oasis. Debating hard between this and Wonderwall, but push comes to shove, like this song more then and now. Yeah, same. Number seven, Bob Dylan, Like a Rolling Stone. It's just an iconic rock song. (laughs) Number six, Smashing Pumpkins, Disarm. Okay. Number five, Radiohead, Ideotech, which is a good song. I'm actually, we had a lengthy discussion about Radiohead this week, and I'm surprised this is the song you went with. Uh, number four, Talking Heads, Burning Down the House. Nice. No, I had Talking Heads, This Must Be the Place in This Spot, and Listen to the Pod, and Rightly Got Its Love on the other two lists. So I switched it to another song by them that I love the funkiness and energy of. Not an emotional, lyrical attachment type of song for me, but just the immediate head nodding fired me up anytime it comes on. Also, for all fans of This Must Be The Place, check out the cover by Kishibashi. Quality. Number three, Beatles, Golden Slumber, Carry That Weight. Okay. Which we were talking about a little bit on the pod. Yeah, yeah. Number two, John Lennon, Imagine. All right. And number one, all time, Otis Redding, Sitting on the Dock of the Bay. Nice. Love it. All right, thank Good you, song. Brian. So all these songs will be on the new playlist, you know. And and uh, you know, if when Brian comes and we have him uh, on a show, maybe we should for that episode do a top ten like emo bands oh, of the early two thousands. Yeah. Um, we can make we can make a good list for that one, man. Yeah. Plus, how many concerts do we all go that, to? We, we might need Ryan's input on that as well. Okay, okay. Um, People like lists. They, they love them. You just made the list. Uh, Brian also said don't know how I feel about this especially without explaining some song choices so maybe we'll give him a ring next week and have his uh, two cents so today (laughs) Cousin Lenny who we heard his top 10 of today texted me he said Cousin Lenny who has Pantera yes on his list okay oh oh, man I sense a rivalry brewing go ahead (laughs) I like it Uh, he said I'm not gonna beat around the bush Anthony's list was trash. Ooh. Wow. Trash. Go, 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 garbage. <laughs> and right. I said, ha ha, these young kids don't know shit. <laughs> Playing into it. Playing into it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he said, after he said Rhythm of the Night, he lost me. <laughs> Great song. Top 10 of all time list. Come on now. 
<laughs> yeah, I, I'll be honest with you, it, it didn't feel right. Of, but let me just say, a lot of LOLs were flowing around the no, conversations. No, I, no, I'm sure. But like, you know, you put in Pantera on your list, I can't trust anything you say. But And you can't really trust anything I say. I love that song, Rhythm of the Night, because it's top 10, our top 10s. Yeah. Love the song. But like looking back on it, I was like, oh, I should have kept Under the Bridge in there, in that spot, uh, or higher. But uh, it is what it is. And you come and say trash. There's such good songs on my list. They're yeah. Great songs on my list. Hey, it's not for everybody. Everyone has an opinion. I say to each his own. They're entitled to it. Yeah. Like, I think Queen's better than the Beatles. And that's a hot take. I, you know, I can't, I can't get behind you on that one, but, you know, hey. You don't have to. Uh, yeah, it's, it's just that's, how that's I feel. Hey, that's your preference. Well, yeah. I will say, I mean, the two things I said to me this week when we were talking about this, this pod. First thing first, she walked in the night that the pod dropped. Didn't uh-huh. say hello. Just said, Robbie was great. <laughs> I mean, he was. And I said, this bitch. <laughs> but you, wait, you, you, but you called her a bitch. Under my breath. But you, you said that. She had her AirPods in, so I don't think you heard. Um, well, the cat's out of the bag now. She and she this. was very happy that you had a, a nice amount of women on your list. I've, yeah, I mean, I'm not a misogynistic fucking animal. No, and I said, <laughs> <laughs> like the rest of the fools in this fucking studio. Uh, I, I, I had my girl Miley at the top spot. You did. Yeah, you did. Um, I, you know, I was thinking about that when I was making my list. I wanted to get a nice representation of, of a lot of different things, genres, women, um, black artists, Latino artists. I wanted to make it a very diverse list. But then when I was doing that and thinking that way, I felt like, I was filling spots quicker yeah. than just yeah. putting you know, putting my heart and soul into the list. God, you know, I'm thinking about it now just on vocal prowess alone. And then one in particular that has the fucking guitar chops, like a maniac. Mm-hmm. I was going to have any woman on my list represented, should have had her. Oh, yeah. H-E-R. Yeah. Uh, she's incredible. And then also, I'd be loving me some JoJo. You know who I was thinking about, too, when we were talking about this? And we talked about it a lot. Uh, Alabama Shakes. Oh, yeah. Alabama Shakes. Yeah. Al- yeah. Alabama Slaps. Yeah. yeah. yeah Shakes, yeah. Slaps, Bro, kicks. And I'm so fucking mad that I just remembered Amy Winehouse. Ugh. Yeah, jeez. Bro, any one of her songs could have been. I have both her albums on vinyl. <sighs> Come on. Who has more vinyls than you? I got a lot. I got a lot. <laughs> but um, Cousin Lenny, um, the words were hurtful, <laughs> but they don't hurt as much because you like Pantera. But whatever. Hey. We did, you know, we, we want the feedback and we love feedback. Yeah, we do like love feedback. And I love when they come from me. Come for me. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't wait to hear the hate when we, mail when we have, from the When we have merch, stuff. it's just going to, we'll make a, a, an Anthony-specific shirt that just has a red target on the back. I love it. <laughs> yeah, come get it. some. Come get you some. Tony Hot Takes. Come get some. Uh, uh, but yeah, thank you guys, everybody, for yeah. your feedback. Keep yeah. it coming, please. Yeah. We love talking about it. Yeah, we love... We love uh, you know, not only does it make for more stuff for us to talk about on the podcast, you know, we, we just love to see that people are listening and paying attention. Yeah. Obviously, we struck a chord. Yeah. Musically. Uh, I mean, now that we're done with the emails, any, anybody else we want to shout out real quick? Anybody else? Oh, thank uh, you for bringing that up. I, I wanted to shout out Mariano, our yes, good friend Mariano. Yes. The winner of our uh, illegal chips. Did he get them? Nope. Still have to get them. Great job. Um, we've been going back and forth. Yo, oh, it's co- COVID. Uh, there's supply chain oh, issues. Right, you know, right. shipping's a mess. Yeah. Our, our operations department. The I ships mean, are it's, waiting it's, at the dock. We were all, supposed it's... to hang out for the last two weekends, and I told him I had a surprise from the podcast for him, and the surprise is out now. Well, surprise, you motherfucker! See, you better see him by Wednesday. Um, but I wanted to shout him out for constantly giving us love on Instagram. Every story we post, Everyone. every 
every post we make. He's always tapping that like, reacting. So shout out Mariano. Yo, Mo, we need a top ten list from you because that boy knows music. I just want I want top I want him to sing us. He can his top ten list. All right. All he right. might be able to. All right. We're looking forward to that, Mariano. You're on the hot seat, baby. That being said, we got a we got a hot playlist for those road trips, mm-hmm. right? You're on the road trip. Sometimes you need to pull over at a rest stop, maybe even a gas station. Mm-hmm. Not nice. only to fill up the tank, but you got to fill up the tank in, in the gully. Right. We know that all too well from today. Yeah. yeah we today, do. today we're gonna get into top gas station snacks. It's a list uh, that BuzzFeed did. Uh, Gilbert sent this our way. Uh, so let's get into some talking snack. Talking snacks. <laughs> So there's 58 items on this list. Classic top 58. Yeah, top 50. I mean, when you think of snacks, instantly, well, I can bang out 58 right off the top of the dome. A random ass number, but, you know, snacks aren't random. Coming in at number 58, Snyder's of Hanover. Honey, mustard, and onion. These fucking things are so gross. I know. (laughs) But they're they're everywhere. First off, you think they're gross? I, I personally, I'm a big pretzel guy. Yeah. I don't like these ones, Yo, though. but Snyder's, how are you going to include this on the list and not talk about the buffalo ones? Yo, I They was, might be on them. I was, it could be. It we could be on there. No. This fucking list is so long. <laughs> I'm not sitting through 50. I'm sorry. I don't give a shit. Uh, we'll, I'll, we'll maybe flick it randomly and stop. <laughs> yeah, I want to talk about right, it. Yeah, we should, yeah, let's do that. I like, the, I like the sound of that, but just real quick, because the next one, when I saw it, I'm like... Hot Pockets. Who the fuck's getting Hot Pockets I at a know. gas station? What's going on with these? What? You know, the guys that they just you, got Pimp My Ride. Yeah, they have th- microwave in the back. I was going to say, rule of thumb, if you got to use the microwave at the gas station, it's probably a fucking bad idea. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Are you going to be on the road for this? Like, you don't know how it's... Like, I don't eat before flights. We, You know, yeah, you know what smart. we should do? I need our top 32 shitty lists <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that no, have make, appeared on the podcast. Our, our, our top 74. <laughs> top 74 shitty lists of all time. All right, I'm going to flick it and randomly stop on, the, right, on, a, on our next snack here. Blah, 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 blah. Oh, 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 we were talking about this Fuck one. yeah, dude. The Muddy Buddies. Number 51, Muddy Buddies. My checks mix. They're pretty good. Them. They're pretty good. Love them. Think they'd be higher if they changed the name. Yeah, yeah not a great name. <laughs> not a great name. Thinking about um, butt stuff. Yeah. yeah, I mean, pooper shooters or something. <laughs> uh, or butter shooting. No. Uh, Anal friends. At, Stinky friends, I was going to say. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, we're looking at the peanut butter and chocolate offering, but they do have a cookies and cream one, too. That's the one I got stacked at home right now. But yeah, dude, I, like, I like these peanut butter and chocolate. Yeah, these things buddies. are dangerous, man. And it looks like you just did cocaine every time you eat them. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you know, I do like this list, though. If you scroll down a little bit, it gives it a portability score, a finger cleanliness score, Hunger satisfaction. That's pretty, that's like a Robbie type in-depth look. Yeah, but snack. And then they give you the the random one. And this one is the, contains the best part of a different snack on this list, uh, aka Chex Mix, five out of five. Yeah. Ignoring number 50 being Greek yogurt. (laughs) Again, that's like, you know, fucking gas station sushi right along the same lines. Here we go. Here's our next flick. Number 44, salt and vinegar chips. Uts. Yeah, I'm is it Uts or is it Oots? I think it's UTZ. Oh yeah, like, I don't but know. It, wouldn't I, there be like punctuation between the, in between? Yeah, period True. between the letters. 
Um, I do want to shout out uh, Andrew. We haven't heard from him in, in yeah. a while. I was thinking maybe we would get a top 10 list from him, but okay. he does so much for the pod. He does. He does a lot. He, does uh, a lot. he said his favorite snacks when we were talking about that is the Uts or UTZ dark russet potato like chips. I don't like Ooh, dark. You don't like UTZ? I don't like saying UTZ. Right. I, I'd rather, I'd like to think it's Oots or Uts. It's <laughs> I call get Uts. Oots. He said the dark russet uh, potato chips by Uts are, are good stuff. So I've, I've been on the lookout for them. Okay. Not a lot of places carry Uts though, so. I'm just yeah, happy that's an old school brand right yeah. there. There's some love for salt and vinegar on here. That's a good chip. It's a great, it's a great chip. chip. Makes your lips pucker a little bit, you know, you start <laughs> Yo, throwing them back. A Jace or okay. ITVO in the vein of. Oh, in the vein of. <laughs> uh, we got... Yo, I just want to say, just for the people listening too, in our group chats that you know transpired in between episodes, a lot of jokes went over your boy's head. <laughs> had, I had to ask a lot of questions. I googled a lot of weird things. Well, me and Anthony saw each other at the at, still none the wiser at work on Friday. So, yeah, see, so you miss what it's like when you hang out yeah. with your friends. You miss one day. You're like, I know. What I are know. you guys talking about? <laughs> They're watching Bachelor now. What's going on? <laughs> right. um, but in the vein of yo, Munchos, Muncho, yo. I declared in South Carolina, Sean and friends and family are my witness. I said Munchos like my favorite chip. It, it, I can good. easily say it's in the top three. They're just so airy and yeah, crispy. You can eat yeah. a whole bag and still hate yourself, but not hate yourself as much if you finish like a yeah. different bag of chips. I'm more upset about the sodium when I'm done with a bag of yeah, Munchos. Those, those are some salty bitches. Oh, yeah, I they bet. are That's salty That's probably why bitches. I like them so much. Yeah. That's why you need a gallon of Poland Spring with it. <laughs> Yo, he spin that wheel of gas station he snacks. the salty bitches. Here we go. <laughs> Blah, 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 blah. Number 37, Cheetos Puffs. Okay. We just had a conversation about the Cheetos Puffs. Yeah, but they have the hot pepper puffs. Yeah. They're not, no. But I, I'm talking, we're talking regular Cheetos. Yo, and look puffs. at the finger cleanliness score, just fitting to get a one out of five right yeah, there. That, 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 is, that is, yeah, that is a sloppy ass snack. Look like you fingered the Kool Aid guy afterwards. <laughs> Yo. Uh, I'm a crunchy guy, though. I don't like the I puffs. I was going to say, let's go around the room. Crunchy puff? Yeah, You're crunchy. No. I'm crunchy. Crunchy mm, puff? Crunchy all day. I'm crunchy as well. Yeah, fuck out of here with the puffs. Mostly because of the hot cheese. What number is that on the list? That's number 37. 37. Yo, I bet you Cousin Lenny likes the puffs. Yo, wow. just, just because I'm wow. 36 years young. Let me see what's number 36. Number 36? Kind, kind bar. bar. Yo, I'm Yikes. A, I'm, kind, I'm a kind guy. <laughs> the kind bar coming in at number 36. I never had the kinds too I, much. Yeah, I'm a big <laughs> fan of their whole entire operation. Uh, you know, and I mean, look, look at those scores. I mean, the scores speak for themselves. You got five out of five portability, mm -hmm. four out of five finger cleanliness. Mm -hmm. You get a little sticky, but that's a little sticky. Sometimes you get the dark chocolate peanut butter. Mm -hmm. You know, it's Yo, like if you're gonna go for a nutty bar, just get a payday. Well, hey, we know how I feel about paydays as well, but this is you know, this is a nutritious option. Yeah, mm -hmm. whatever. All caps brand make it seem like people are raving about the product. <laughs> five out of five. Nice. All right, love it. Here we go. Oh, hold Don on. Donuts I'm, at 35? Yeah. We could just stop right there. Donuts and not chocolate frosted. You got to go with the powdered donuts. Yeah, yeah powdered all yeah. the way. All day. If you don't look like you're hanging out with Tony Montana after a bag <laughs> of those, I don't want to fucking have anything to do with it. That's the theme here with these snacks. All right, here we go. We're rolling. Maybe because you do cocaine. Number two. Ooh, Ooh classic <laughs> in the vending machine. Number 24, honey buns. Got a good story about these honey buns. Let's hear it. When we were in your backyard, as we were many a time. Many a time. Uh, and we may have been partaking in the lettuce of the devil. Okay. Um, hey, better than the dandruff of the devil. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> uh, there was one night, for some reason, man, the honey buns were hitting. <laughs> and I went back and forth to 7-Eleven like four times. Yeah. Getting two honey buns each time I went there. Yeah. 
And uh, fast forward to later that night, vomiting yeah. <laughs> honey buns heavily. First off, you got your steps in. I did get my steps in, so I was canceling them out. Yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> How many buns? You said four? It was like probably like six or seven. Oh, honey my buns. God. And they were like the big, yeah. So, you, I, not my proudest moment, but I mean, could have been worse. Hey, yeah, you, you know. could have been eating. Could have been going back and forth getting heroin. Or Hot Pockets. Yeah. A Jace. All right, here we go. <clears throat> Rolling. Let's roll it. Roll. Blah, 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 blah. Ooh, 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 we go. It's number sixteen. Uh, corn nuts. I gotta Yo, say, I me with that. I yeah. effing hate these things. They reek. Yeah. When somebody opens up a bag of these things, they can clear a room out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Fuck corn. Nuts. I know. I know. Sean's all about them. I think when I was ripping him for the corn nuts, I, I think he was giving me a hard time about that. But what else is new? He loves a corn nut. I don't know if he loves him, but he. But he, he doesn't. Could, he doesn't not love him. Yeah, yeah. I could see him being like on a bar. You know, in bars yeah, used to have it's just like the, little finger foods. Yeah, you know, I mean, I like, I like Fritos, same smell, <laughs> yeah, but yeah. not as, I don't know, something about the corn nuts is just disgusting to me. Let me give you a fun fact about Fritos. All right. Highly flammable. <laughs> so if you're out in the good, woods. Good kindling? You can, yeah, you can use it to start a fire. <laughs> really? Yeah. All right, here we go. Oh, oh boy, yes. Andy yes. Caps in and the nine hole. Good. Yeah, I lo- I, there's not much I can say. Yeah. If you know me, you know I love this number nine. Yeah, hot taste fries. the oven baked crunch, my friends. This is a reoccurring hero on this podcast. Yeah. All right, question though. Andy, no caps. This, this is a good. This is a good uh, trash or class type question. Did you ever have Andy Caps boxers or pajama pants? No, I didn't when even you know had, you could get them. You could send in yeah. the back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and it sounds like you had a pair. No, I wanted them. But all right, I never. so so we're, it sounds like we're all classy because we avoided those. <laughs> I was such a fat bastard. I don't think I ever read the bag. <laughs> I was just housing them, but I, I was saying I said it on a podcast. There's no more heat in hot mm. fries for me because I think I ate them so much mm. I like canceled out those yeah. taste buds. You have a uh, you have a natural like immunity exactly. So I think even though um, they don't taste the same to me anymore, I still get them. That's how much I love them. Nice hot fries. Love to hear it. Spin the wheel. Here we go. Oh, number six. Twinkies. Dude, I like Fall from grace, though. They're not the same. Well, it's not the same recipe. And they were like, you know, they were discontinued for a while. Yeah. Yo, I put in Hostess cupcakes over those. Mmm. The chocolate. Do you like, you like Twinkies better? I like Twinkies better, but maybe because I'm operating on what my brain remembers them as. I don't know if I've had the new recipe. You remember when we went to that, uh, specialty snack store and i got the cotton candy ones oh yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. shout out uh, exotic box. snacks li yeah whatever. they gotta we, we gotta make a trip back yeah, there again yeah. they got like I a whole their store posts. now yeah yeah all right here we go i'm gonna do a quick one oh, oh, let's go here burrito oh, oh, number three what the fuck yeah number three burrito Ugh. and that yo and that is a shitty looking burrito with i that. know this I is a BuzzFeed article. You can't put a fucking good looking burrito on there. Well, you don't get good looking. That's burritos. true. That's so, true. Yeah, yeah. They're shouting out Circle K. I don't even know that. It's I'm a. Sorry. It's an AM. It's in the vein of AMPM. Okay. Okay. okay it's okay. in the vein of. Uh, oh yeah. Seven yeah. Eleven. Yeah. 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 When you said Circle, K, I, I. Yeah. 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 Uh, let's well, just, high scores there. Five out of five all across the board. Burrito vending machines are a thing. Uh, okay. All right. Well, Never. for you. Uh, let's just round out the top three here. Number two, Takis Huego. Nice. Is that a soft F? Is a soft F. Soft F. Uh, wanted taquito, but just the shape. Try Takis. Uh, I never really got into the Takis. I like them I think I, I had them when it was all the rage. You know, shout out, you know, talking about top songs of all time. Hot Cheetos and Takis. Hot Cheetos and Takis getting a lot of play on our podcast the last yeah. couple of weeks. Yeah, we should reach out and, you know, just saying. Who's that? Is that Frito-Lay? Doing the Takis and the... No, I think it's a, a Spanish company. Oh, okay. 
Okay. Uh, but yeah, Takis. I never got really got into them. Hey, one notch uh, above the Cheetos and the finger cleanliness, they're coming in at a two. Mm. Eh, I think they're just as messy. Number one, all time. Oh, you love to see it. Yeah, yeah flaming Hot you Cheetos. Really you know, uh, you know, two-thirds of the show uh, loves anything flaming Hot. And you're coming around. I'm coming around, but, you know, I wouldn't reach for it. it would you be, eat wouldn't be my I'd, I'd eat it, but it wouldn't be my number one yeah. all-time gas station food. You would go regular Crunchy Cheeto over flaming Hot Cheeto? Yeah, yeah, because they said that second bag of the 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 flaming hot the flaming hot Cool Ranch Doritos that one was hitting. There's something about the flaming hot Cheeto though. It's yeah. like just the perfect amount of heat. It it is superior to all other flaming hot. Well, hey, it's number one product. So yes. Yo, Chester's spitting literal fire, and he knows what the hell he's doing yeah. with those crunchy. Is corn he still around? Puffs. Chester Cheeto? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Still making commercials? Still. Yeah, there was, big. I, I know he had like some issues. Went to rehab, cleaned up his stuff. He's getting jobs. Again? Yeah, and then yeah. he came out. He became a sex addict. It was it was wild. Yeah, he had a me too oh, situation. Oh shit! Did he, and he also he came out with a book, I think, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got to check that out. See what the wild fill in the gas. Yeah, yeah. The name of the book was an autobiography, and it was uh, getting this off my Chester. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. So well, it was really, really well done. Hey, you know what? On that note, I think I think it's time to check out. We got to finish it on that. There's a beautiful line right there. Thank you, <laughs> Anthony, for that one. Uh, that's that's it for talking snack. I think you know, just kind of ripping through this all time list. Yeah, we'll have it in our bio. Um, you know, there's some good ones on there. There's some not so good ones on there. But like every other list, you know, there's gonna be some winners and some losers. Uh, and uh, let's get the hell out of here. Bye. You got to get the Apple checkout, the Apple Pay. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we got a lot going on in the entertainment side of things. A lot of stuff uh, kind of put on the back burner because uh, we had some other things take precedence over some of these topics. So it might be a little old at this point. We kind of talked about Murderville last week. Uh, but you know what? Before I get any further, people aren't going to know where the hell we're at if we don't play that music. <laughs> what you watching? <laughs> you guys watching uh, Pam and Tommy on Hulu? No, no. I heard. Great things. It's good, man. This past it it airs on Wednesdays, so the day that this Mm -hmm. drops, a lot of good stuff drops on Wednesdays. And uh, yeah, this last episode spent the majority of the episode um, that infamous uh, deposition uh, where they were interviewing uh, Pam Anderson. Yeah, I mean the act, Lily James, right? I think she's the actress. Yeah, yeah, Uh, dude. Just this past episode. I mean, she's been phenomenal the whole time, especially doing it with all the prosthetics and stuff like that. but this past episode, man, really, like, the emotion of everything, like, you see how it was, like, taking a toll on her, being, like, you know, under questioning like that, like, you know, she did something, like, illegal, and then they used, obviously, the Playboy angle to just kind of disregard her, uh, you know, privacy as a woman, because, you know, she, you know, and it was just, it was such a tough scene to watch, too, because she was so uncomfortable in it, but I remember saying, like, yo, that's a fucking great actor, like doing yeah. all, like she really, and that was, she was getting all the praise for that episode specific. She was, you know, all the headlines were like, you know, Lily James shines and this ep- uh, past episode. And um, aside from a couple of scenes that are a little obnoxious over the top, you know, with a particular part of the anatomy, mm-hmm. uh, you know, <laughs> people who know, know, if you know, you know, episode two, you know what I'm talking about. It was funny, but just kind of, you know, just kind of felt like it came out of nowhere. Anyways, they didn't really match the tone of the rest of the show, which is it's like, you know, a drama, uh, but a good show. Um, is it like the 30 year anniversary or whatever or something of this happening? Because I saw it too. I think yeah, like, there's a documentary. Yeah. TNT has a documentary. Yeah. yeah. Um, 
Maybe, yeah, because this uh, it was like nine. Well, not thir- not yeah, it's not like a round number. Nineteen ninety-seven. Like yeah, ninety-six, ninety-seven. <laughs> the best year ever. Uh, no, but I th- seriously think it was like it was between ninety-five, ninety-six, somewhere in that time there. Yeah. Um, but it's over the course. I mean, it's not it really doesn't take place over the course of a long, like extended amount of time because by the time Tommy Lee met her, like four days later, they were married. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, making tapes after that. So, uh, <laughs> but it's good. That's um, you know, Seth Rogen. Nick uh, Offerman, it, right? Uh, Nick Offerman. Um, but Seth also, you know, I think wrote the adaptation. It's based on like a, a little bit of Tommy Lee's book and then obviously, you know, just the, those events that were so uh, like, you know, famous at the time. It's just funny anytime they refer to like the internet, you know, because that was like the big thing. Like, yeah. Uh, you know, because they wanted to stay anonymous. They didn't want to know like, wh- they didn't want other people to know who was like, you know, producing the tape or whatever. So you know, when he puts it on the internet, he's like, there's 30 million people online <laughs> and we could reach all of them. Yeah. You know, and I'm like, there's 30 people in like California. Yeah. At 30 million people. Yeah. There's a lot more than 30. There might be. <laughs> Maybe. There's Breaking like 30 news. songs in existence. Yeah, just about 30 you know? songs. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, good show. Worth checking out. Um, we talked about Murderville, like I mentioned before we got into it. Did you, have you finished it yet, Anthony? The Camille fucking episode is yeah, so it's, good. Yeah, it's okay. I know, and that's the one I'm literally up to. I know. I just haven't been. It's been a crazy week. I know. Yeah. Elden, Elden Ring dropped. Well, that plus everything else. What was the what? The Elder what? Elden Ring. Was that a video game? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Highly anticipated. Yeah. For three yeah. years I've been waiting. And your favorite writer of all time, who's not fat at all, <laughs> George R. R. Martin. What? He wrote the story for the game? Yeah. yeah. This motherfucker is just doing anything but. I yeah. know. What the hell? That's why I hate the guy. George Procrastinator Martin, right? Am I right? I'm, <laughs> George, I know you're listening. I'm still a big fan of yours. I am too, but come on, man. I'm not going to talk shit about you. Dude, I was talking to somebody about that the other day. It's just like. Tangents galore, this guy. Just fucking write the book. I know, jeez. He's like, all right, it's time. I'm going to write. Ring, ring. You want me to do what? Write a write a whole new story for something completely different than <laughs> yeah. what I'm doing right now I that I promised my fans. <laughs> yeah, I'll do it. I, I honestly think he might've been close to finishing the book that he's on, but he saw the reaction that game of Thrones got. And not that, like I said, I think the ending of the show was fine if they explained it mm-hmm. and they took their time with it. But I think he just got so freaked out with how shitty people thought the show ended up. Yeah. It, it scared him a little bit. Yeah. Hey. And I think he's trying to make it extra good. Extra, extra good. Yeah, like, yeah. Gotta, you know, you just gotta just just write it how you wanna <laughs> just, just write it how you wanna write it. You're never gonna please everybody. Haters are gonna hate. Yeah, man. Give you me know, something. Just fucking get it done already. Well, oh, Elder Rings. This guy's fucking writing subway commercials. <laughs> and he's still got fucking you he know. wrote all those Tom Brady subway commercials. <laughs> yeah. God kill me. That, uh, those are hard to that's watch. That's why they said that they're too long that they had to start talking too <laughs> 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 right, Nice. Oh man! Uh, what about the after party? You guys watching that? Yes, I'm. I think I'm one episode behind. Oh, okay. Uh, I just uh, saw I think. the um. What's her name? The, the girl an- from uh, the Broad an- City. The animated one. Oh, oh, yeah. Isn't it the most recent one? Is oh that- no, the most recent one is Tiffany Haddish's story. That's what I'm up to now. Okay, okay, cool. Yo, she's awesome in that show. I yeah. mean, she's awesome in everything. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. So uh, I'm enjoying the show. I love the like the whodunits yeah. and stuff like that. Um. You know, similar vibe to Murderville. You get to play along every episode. Another awesome Sam Richardson performance yeah. in that show. Yeah. Did and, you uh, watch um, Champagne Ill yet? 
Yeah, we'll talk about it next week. Oh, no. no. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, dude. <laughs> you had me. You had me. My eyebrows went up to like my hairline. You fucking high five and came back down. I feel so dumb. After you said we'll talk about it last week, I should have known. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> it happened in my head and the words were already coming out. I'll like, tell you, I think about it. I think about starting it. Hey, that's, a, that's a start. That's half the battle. That's a start. Bro, you need to watch it. I know. It, so it, it, and it's a quick watch, too. Just it like, really uh, is. And you're not going to stop watching it. I yeah. know it. Yeah. It's it's also clever. It's like a clever story, you know. It's uh, and there's some heart in there too, you know. It, yeah. It's good. It's yeah. A, uh, what else do we got? You know, I had like a little bit of like a you know kind of nightmare fuel type kick. I went with a couple of horror movies uh, over the last few days. Weird of you. Yeah, Halloween yeah. in March. A little April? Halloween in March, uh, February ish. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Jace. Oh, hey, real quick. Also, probably should have shouted it out at the top. Yesterday was officially three sixty five since. Publishing our first episode. Mm-hmm. That's the biggest entertainment news. Yeah, that it, you know, it was, I saw it in Variety, mm-hmm. back page, but yep. hey, yep. we're on there. What do we have, 10,000 listeners now? Uh, yeah, it depends on where you're looking at the analytics, but according to Captivate, you know, uh, like just under 8,100 downloads, been in 71 countries. That's a lot of, con- I can't uh, even name that many. Over, you know, 3,050 or 60 unique listeners. Uh, so, yeah, man. And, and obviously, the studio got upgraded like, whoa, since uh, those early days. I hope you, hope you guys are enjoying I mean, we see people listening to some of the, you know, some of the first episodes. So, hopefully, you appreciate the difference oh, in the, yeah. in the audio fr- quality. I had a friend reach out to me and say that, oh, I'm going to start from the beginning. I was like, please don't. <laughs> <laughs> please don't. Start from episode 48. <laughs> yeah. What? Uh. I bet you, you know, people probably, I imagine it takes some people by surprise, too. You tell them, like, that, that's, like, pretty crazy to say, like, yeah, we got 54 episodes in the can. I know. It's a lot. It's a lot of scrolling. Yeah. Premium it is. content. It is. So, you know, high fives all around to us, you know, patting ourselves on the back a little bit. But, ne- hey. Next week, we're going to do the top 55 episodes of Unofficial Intelligence. Yeah, top 55, yeah. <laughs> what about um, 51 and a half? <clears throat> we do uh, have that bonus spot in there. Yeah, but we getting do. back to my horror in, sorry, in sorry. February slash March, depending on when you're listening to this. Uh, did the well, new... definitely, they're going to be listening. Well, definitely going to listen to it in March. Yeah, yeah. Uh, spoilers: It's February twenty eighth. Um, the new Texas Chainsaw Massacre movie on Netflix. I'm a fan of Sarah Yarkin. Mm-hmm. I found out about her from uh, Single Parents. Yeah, she was the teacher. She's the... hilarious. Yeah, and sneaky hot. Yeah, uh, very sneaky hot. And um, you know, she's you know one of the main girls, obviously. Uh, and uh, is the so... plot line. It's very, it's very Halloween kills a Jace mm. because they, it's supposed to disregard everything that came after the original movie from the seventies, and and act as a sequel to that directly. Mm-hmm. Uh, so same deal with Halloween Kills. They even brought back the uh, the actress that played the the girl that survived it all. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and and same thing. She's like grizzled, you know, Laurie Strode style, just yeah. shooting shotguns in the woods and shit. Um, you know, and she gets involved later on, but her her scenes are like, you know, laughable, and it's like, you know, did nothing for the story. I, you know, I was talking to Gilbert just how ridiculous the story was, um, but I mean, the gore is like next level. Like they didn't hold back with any of that really? stuff. Yeah, um, dudes getting their heads pounded in with the sledgehammer, seeing nice. every hit. Uh, you know, and just before that, his leg getting broken like the opposite way, and. Uh, yeah, just, uh, you know, then at one point he, he goes through uh, an entire school bus and just mows everybody down, literally. Um, the two, you know, Sarah Yarkin and her sister, like, 
in the bathroom, like in the back, and there's just blood like pouring into the bathroom from underneath the door. Damn. It's just yeah, it's nutty. Um, you know. And then at the end, Leatherface takes off his his head, and it's like Senator Cruz. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, no abortions. It's snowing. <laughs> I'm out of here. Actually, no, it he was going to be in the movie, but he was actually in Cancun on vacation <laughs> and they nice. partying. Yeah. Um, uh, speaking of long time between sequels, did you see what got announced? Now what? Beetlejuice 2. Really? Michael Keaton. Michael Keaton coming back? Yeah. Wow. In the role. Yeah. That's big. What about uh, Winona Ryder? Is she coming back? I think like so all too. original cast? Yeah. Very Damn. cool. Someone okay. said Beetlejuice three times? Yeah. <laughs> Yo, Michael, Michael Keaton just getting in work. Yo, he's the man. More power man. Yeah, man. Um, and he's good in everything, I think. Yeah, looking forward to seeing him in The Flash. Uh, looking forward to seeing him. I mean, I, I, let me retract that. I'm not looking forward to Morbius. Eventually, when the movie comes out, whenever I'll yeah. see it. Uh, a new trailer dropped today, actually, for that. Uh, goes a little bit, you know, deeper. But that, like, you get just you just get so annoyed. These movies get delayed and delayed and delayed, and then you just don't even care about it anymore. Uh, kind of like uh, baseball season this year. Hey, oh, um, too soon. Yeah, no. Uh, but yeah, but it, it it was it was you know worth a watch. Um, for something uh, if you're looking for something to watch there on Netflix. Uh, what else? Oh, staying in the horror tip slash video game stylings. Uh, Resident Evil. Welcome to Raccoon City. Me and Ant were pumped on this because the trailer really hyped up the video game yeah. elements. Um, movie was like you know borderline. Ugh. Yeah, uh, but there was like some parts that felt like were like almost frame for frame from the video game, nice. and like even like some dialogue, like when they initially split up to find the two cops yeah. in the mansion. I, like I heard the video game version. Yeah, that's you exactly know. what happened. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, I feel like when they made that movie, they're like, "Ah, eh, we don't really need the story. We'll just kind of go." Uh, off yeah, the I, game. I mean, the one cop, he was like this one cop. He's like a rookie cop. He barely even knows how to hold a, a, a gun in the beginning of the movie. And then, like, at the end, he's smoking fucking monsters with, like, bazookas and shit. Oh. <laughs> so, he, so he goes from fucking, I don't know, Martha Stewart to fucking Rambo <laughs> over the course of an hour and a half. Um, you know, eh. I it, mean, it The Walking okay. Dead even did a better job where they're like... Yo, that just started up again. Yeah. I did actually go back and finish up the last bit of whatever season before they started... Just recently, it was only like I think yeah. two weeks ago it started. I saw right? the thing that was like Walking Dead is back. Yeah, you know, I just I had a I had a talk, I had a talk with myself. I was like, dude, you're you're fucking too involved to just give up. Yeah, get back in there, finish these fucking episodes, and then finish out this part A, B, and C, whatever the fuck. Without doing spoiling this it, how was last season? It, dude, it's okay. it's all right, man. Yeah. But it's like they just they're just doing the same what fucking, fucking stories over and over again. Was I expecting for you to say? Like an old yeah, yeah, my yeah. fucking song. No, off. no, I, I want to say that it did. I mean, I like I like Negan's arc. I'll say that. I like Negan's arc. I think uh, you know, Maggie's even starting to come around on him, which is kind of crazy. Um, but they've had, you know, a lot more interactions and, you know, um and times that, you know, he was bringing up good points and she wound up listening to him and like taking advice and stuff. So I like seeing that. But other than that, I mean, it's just the same recycled, you know, who's the big bad this season, you know. And now but the only thing I will give them is kind of cool what they learn from each, what they learn and then what they take from each group that they kind of overcome. Because yeah. now they're incorporating a lot of the like, yo, let's wear their fucking faces and walk around. Um, so they were doing that a little bit in this, this past one. I haven't seen, I think there's two episodes, right? From this new one. Yeah, I think two or maybe the third comes out. I also this think week. Rick might be coming back. Oh, uh, really? Yeah, yeah. I read that he might be coming back. He was, you know, he was seen in Atlanta to... with Redis. In, uh... Weren't they supposed to do like side movies with him? Yeah, yeah. Did the, they ever and, come out? No, they didn't come out yet. I don't even think they've filmed anything with that yet. But 
Nobody even it's just, cares anymore. Yeah, and it's just, and they, again, they just beat it to death. I hate when it's like an obvious like cash grab because we didn't, I mean, Fear the Walking Dead was cool for a little while because it at least chronicled like the very beginning, right yeah. before the outbreak and then like the, you know, when it initially happened, you know, when we got involved with Walking Dead, it, you know, it was like years later whenever he woke up out of the coma, maybe nine months after the initial outbreak, whatever it was. So it was cool to see that aspect and then it was like LA based, which was cool at the time. Don't they go on the yacht and then yeah. they're out of the Yes, yeah, so I think that's like that's the end, end, of, end of second season, I think they were on the boat. And um, I just stopped watching it there. Yeah, and that's when it started getting good, to be honest. Of course it did, because um, I stopped watching. They said that. Yeah. But, uh, like, but then, they did the, done. then they did like the Great Beyond, like with the kids, and yeah, it's like, yeah. all right, enough now. But then the group that's like in charge of the Great Beyond, that's like the group that took Rick and the helicopter. So it's like, yo, stop making me watch all this shit. <laughs> yeah. Dropping if, little crumbs. But if Disney does it, we're all on board. Yeah, but yo, I mean, Marvel, I, I'll tolerate Disney me. making twenty fucking six movies or whatever. I'm not down for fucking season eleven part N. <laughs> it's like, dude, it, you know, I think somehow it's still season four in the Walking uh, Dead universe. I know. It's like season four had fucking fifty eight episodes. <laughs> they're, they're obviously with Buzzfeed on these lists. <laughs> they're like, wait until next December for part three of no, but season but, seventy two. Yo, but you, you lose me at part C. That should never be a thing in television. Yeah, yo, fucking season one, two, three, yo, four, five. Get out of there. Drop yeah. all the episodes at once. I'm done. Especially yeah. for Walking Dead. Yeah. Like other shows, you can wait. Well, that's why like we said, like I'm gonna wait on Severance. I think because oh, I want to watch that all in one that. sitting. Yeah, yeah both too. are gonna love that. Uh, my my dad's watching another Apple one, The Suspicion. You, you, you ever see that I one? I saw. I was gonna watch that, but we didn't. Yeah, th- those like I said, those shows I'll do, especially if I like. I don't know. You know, I'd rather do it in like a sitting because you know usually within the first couple episodes you'd be like, oh damn, I like this one, and then you start binging or whatever, and then you fucking next thing you know it's four in the morning, gotta fucking be up for work in two hours. Uh, but anyways, we binge here. That's what we do. That's how we. That's how we get all this stuff in. You know, week to week, we got so much shit to watch so that we can report back. Uh, what else we got? We got a lot of cool things coming up uh, tomorrow, actually, or yesterday. You, yesterday, a two-part documentary about Larry David titled "The Larry David Story" premiered on HBO Max. Maybe I saw it already. Maybe I think it's awesome. <laughs> Maybe I don't know how how good it is. I'm sure I'll like it though. Are they dropping both parts at once? That I don't know. HBO, I think they usually, something like that, they might probably have it all at once. Also, speaking of documentaries, I was looking for some things to watch. I forgot that the finale of The Righteous Gemstones was last night, also on HBO Max. I wound up watching uh, the documentary on uh, Fat Tuesdays about the comedy store and the all-black comedian night that they had uh, in the... uh, it was like the late 80s. Well, yeah, they, well, they started in the late 80s. I think the Fat Tuesday show, that was like midnight, early 90s, like 91, 92. And it's crazy. Like, you know, the, like the, all the celebrities that were there, Tupac, like Magic Johnson. I'm speaking of Magic Johnson. You got Another the, doc. Uh, yeah, you got the, oh, yeah, the, Showtime. the Showtime Lakers. It's like called like winning, winning season or something like that. Yeah, something like that. Um, looking forward to that. I think that, that premieres, I think, uh, this weekend, this Friday, maybe. Nice. Right? March 3rd, I think. Yeah. I'll watch that in probably yeah. like seven months. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but looking forward to that one. Uh, what else do we got? Well, it would be messed oh, up shit. not to mention. Oh my God, the biggest thing. Well, yeah, besides a, that. Yeah, yeah. The other biggest thing. What's if that? you know me, I'm a big Batman guy. Oh, yeah, 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 and yeah. The, some of the early reviews are coming out. And, you know, no spoilers, nothing. But 
uh, it's gotten some tremendous reviews. Yeah. I, I was telling Anthony before we uh, hit the record button, uh, I watched uh, the review that Nerdist did uh, of the movie. They did they they reviewed it and and didn't I mean they didn't spoil anything, but did like a basic kind of you know review of the movie as a whole. And the guy that was reviewing it, who doesn't hate on Batman at all, likes all the campy shit, likes yeah that's you what know you're the one for. the one from the nineties, you know appreciates every story t- to a different degree. Uh, he said, "Out of everything, it's it's the his favorite Batman movie ever made." Wow, yeah, that's a huge, and that's coming from like a comic book nerd that is like super into all the storylines well, and everything. The and, director was saying this is more like a horror thriller. Yeah, and that's what like you know when I got older and started reading them like more comic books of Batman, I like understood. You know, he's not just a vigilante in yeah. a cat, uh, cat costume, bat costume, but you know he's solving. He's solving not just riddles from the Riddler, but he's solving crime and trying to bring justice. So it's like cool to see that yeah. that being brought to life on the screen instead yeah. of like, you know, it's funny freeze. When, yeah, well, when they were doing like the comparison or whatever, uh, you know, because they were saying it's like it's finally like a dark, gritty, like detective story. Yeah. And Batman, you know, supposed to be the world's greatest detective, but never really portrayed like that on screen. And, uh, you know, but then they're like, besides that one, like, bullet logistics or, or ballistics or whatever oh, yeah, that yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Christian, Christian Bale. Bale was doing when he was trying to match the bullet or whatever that like, it's like five seconds of detective work right there. And then that's it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I, I'm definitely looking forward to that for sure. I don't know when, uh, I'll get to the movies to see it. Um, sooner than later, hopefully before next pod, but you know, we'll see. Um, maybe I can catch like an early Saturday viewing or something. Maybe Saturday matinee. Maybe, maybe. Um, I want to see Uncharted too. I, I never played the video game, but that looks like a good one. I think that is that out already. Yeah, yeah it's I been think doing it, all right. I think it's been out for two weeks now. So oh, yeah, it's okay. been the number one movie. Okay, well, anything Tom Holland touches right now, and mm. then you got Mark Wahlberg too. You touch me. <laughs> Who, Mark? No, Tommy. Ben Spiderwebs is tingling. <laughs> we gotta get into the Libro del Babo. <laughs> Uh, Del Bobby Greek fe- cheese Feta cheese So I was watching uh, The book of Boba Fett Yeah And I was just in my head Every every time I would Think about it I was just changing The name of it So it started off With Il Libro The book Del Boba Fett Then it was Il Libro Del Bob, uh, Boba Feta For like feta <laughs> cheese Then it was Bobby Feta So then I was like Bobby Greek cheese So It ended up being Il Libro Del Bobby Greek cheese In my head I don't know why It's not that funny It was just my uh, and, and, weird brain work. And I missed all ways. those jokes yeah. through text and felt like... Well, because I just dropped it on you as a finished product. <laughs> <laughs> I should know better, though. Yeah. Uh, definitely would have appreciated it had I not been half stunad when I read it. But, <laughs> uh, you know, I finally get to, you know, showcase these notes. We can go through them. You can obviously, add your input. Hopefully, they're uh, specific enough and you know the part of the episode. I'm pretty far removed now from my viewing session on these. Mm-hmm. Um. But uh, let's get right into the uh, first episode. You know, some people are saying it started out kind of slow. Uh, ben would disagree with those people. Yeah. Uh, but I, I agree with that because, uh, you know, you got to set up his story. It's been a while since we last saw him. And that's what I was saying. Like, yeah, it's slow, but you have like nothing to go off of with this guy. He was in the movies for like 17 seconds. Yeah. All we, I so, mean, last we know, he was in the Sarlacc's tummy. Yeah. Um, so he was like my favorite in, when I was younger. I was like, yeah. oh, he's got cool arm. And he's dead. <laughs> so, 
I do have three Hallmark keepsake ornaments of the man. So that's what I'm saying. I mean, just he, saying. it seems like he was worthy of you know a nice build of a character, yeah. and you're getting a lot of backstory. And yeah, I like how they were weaving I, old, you know, the yeah. memories and. I enjoyed it. Um, I enjoyed all of it. You know, it took me a while to get back into Star Wars mode. I was in Marvel Madness, and uh, you know, but I'm glad I watched it. And like I said, I enjoyed it thoroughly. Took some thorough ass notes. Uh, you know, starting out of the gate with redemption for these Tuscan Raiders. You know, when I first when they first came on the screen, I was like, "Yo, fuck these Sand People." Whoa, easy, oh, Steve. Uh, <laughs> you know, they fucking. I'm glad Darth Vader killed y'all. Because they're just out there, you know, capturing people against their will. Mm-hmm. But then, you know, sure enough, he saved their life. And, this, you know, now the table turns. They take them in as one of their own. They start yeah. training them, uh, which, you know, that pays dividends sure at the end with that crazy ass bow staff that they had. Yeah. I forgot what they called that, but they carved it from a sacred tree. We'll get to that a little bit later. <laughs> uh, so let's see, you know, uh, mayor of uh, Moss Isley, I guess, right? Mayor's Fidden. To get killed, sending a messenger and expecting a tribute. The nerve of this guy. That Who messenger guy was want? a douche. Yeah, but towards douche. the end, though, you kind of you kind of liked it when he would chime in. I felt like uh, towards the end of to- those episodes. No, to- yeah, towards the end of the series. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, I'm not yeah. there yet, but oh, oh yeah, that's right. Well, you got one more. Two, two more. Okay, yeah. that's the dude with the yeah with the two tails on yeah, his the braids, yeah, the big dicks on his head. <laughs> yeah. Uh... Yo, shouts to the motherfucking Cantina band still jamming after all these years. Fish Hold, Jace? Holding it down. You know, Fish. yeah, Fish Jace. You know, maybe, maybe, you know, Dead and Company Jace? <laughs> Dave Matthews Jace? John Mayer, I think, played one of the aliens. <laughs> yeah. I um, thought it was Grateful Dead Jace. But... <laughs> uh, I feel like they filmed the fight scene in that first episode at Disneyland. Yeah, that reminds me of the car chase in, I think, is the second episode. Oh, the slowest the car chase ever. Oh, yeah. yeah. Maybe oh, I did have a note about that, actually. Then he freaking Tokyo drifts into the people's <laughs> yeah. like apples. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, all right, I'll tell you what you need. Yeah, that did was I, probably the worst car chase scene of all time. Dude, I'm like so far removed from these episodes. I'm like looking at the notes also, and I'm not even remembering. I'm like, Goro and Jace is dug up in the <laughs> desert and Boba chokes him out. What the f- What was the kids from Peter Pan? Oh, uh. God, the Lost Boys. The lo- yeah. But with, yeah. with the girl. Um, yeah, I wasn't really loving them. Where they like had them join forces, do some jobs for them. Wait, on what part? What part? The the car chase thing. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Or the speeder chase. Yeah. And then the the girl with the one arm cyborg yeah. arm. I don't know. We'll get there. We'll get there. We're getting out of I'm order sorry, here. I'm sorry, episode I'm sorry. two. I don't have much also, wait, real quick. First episode directed by Robert Rodriguez. Robbie Rodriguez. Um, episode two. What do we got here? Uh, assassin dude ratted out the mayor real fast when he knew he was about to be rancor bait. Let's go. Fennec should have killed him and said, bitch, after. <laughs> um, oh, I, I put this quote down, and I, I'm, I forget who's... Oh, it might have been Boba Fett that said it, but I thought I wrote who he said it to. Uh, I just wrote the quote, you're sweating like a gumta on Mustafar. That's just a great line. <laughs> uh, I feel bad for the people that have to carry the Hut twins around. Yeah, I mean, there's some big twins right there. Yeah. Just getting escorted through the streets. Uh, we meet Black Chewbacca. That doesn't sit well with me, that name. Uh, we'll call Can we? Chrysanthemum, then. I was going to say Brunette. Maybe he was more black, though. Maybe he had some highlights. He had some highlights. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah, he was black. Black Chewbacca. He was very go. black, yeah. Oh, sorry. Um, Chrysanthemum. Uh, Boba beats the biker boys and steals their hogs. <laughs> uh, Boba drops a tab of lizard. 
and then the Raiders finally make Boba one of their own. <laughs> they craft a sweet new spear weapon from the sacred branch he brought back. Um, thought that was pretty cool. That whole process. Uh, see episode three, Milton from the Office Space franchise. Shout out with the Shout red stapler. Um, charging way too much for water though. He lost me at the the water prices. Yeah, you know, kind of like gas nowadays. Nobody's got the money for that. Uh, if Banthas are like cows, the Star Wars universe, let me get that sci-fi ribeye. <laughs> That's probably when the Eddies were hitting. Um, just thinking about eating Banthas. That's how we do. Uh, Boba returns to his raider's home, destroyed by the Biker Boys gang, or so we think. Uh, Black Chewbacca interrupts Boba's back-to-bath. Yo, the, let me get a back-to-bath. I know, I need that. Yeah, it looks Epsom invigorating. Salt, Epsom salt to the max. That shit does wonders. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, it sewed up the dude. He was fucking in shambles. He had like... 12th degree acid burns yeah, from the like Sarlacc. Partially digested. Yeah, I, I heard that Terrell Owens used one of those baths to get back from an injury in the NFL. Okay, okay. Yo, unofficial sh- intelligence. Unofficial. Uh, shout outs Danny Trejo. Wrangling rancors. Yeah. Uh, this episode was also directed by Robert Rodriguez. Uh, episode four, flashback to Mando scene where a dark, mysterious figure rescues an unconscious Fennec. Spoilers, it was Boba. But we knew that. Ever since he clicked his spurs. What was right Fennec doing in uh, Mandalorian? Uh, I think she was trying to. Wasn't she trying to snipe out the Mandalorian? And then he could have killed her. But like, yeah, oh, he kind of did. He leave her for dead, or somebody else? Yeah, did? Uh, I don't remember. I'm like super far removed, obviously, from I the know. Mandalorian. It feels I, like Mandalorian was I years ago. I think he ago. left her on that like hill, right? Out in front of something. Like it was just in, like in the desert somewhere. Yeah. yeah. Um. Uh, so Fennec's back, and she's uh, part Terminator now. Nice. Uh, got that little abdomen section just straight up roboted. Yo, that little droid turning himself off when Boba was strangling him yeah, was, funny. was hilarious. <laughs> uh, I don't know why I like that part so much. He's just basically opting out of life at that point. Just turn him. I mean, you know, he's not dead though. I mean, if somebody has the heart to turn him back yeah, on, he's good. Uh, but just you know, just shutting down for the most stress stressful times, uh, like we all should do sometimes. You know, just just turn turn off the burners, come back to base. Recharge the batteries. <laughs> uh, R.I.P. Biker Boys. Oh, wait, hardly knew you. I skipped the Fennec decides to go on. Uh, that doesn't matter. But yeah, R.I.P. Biker Boys. R.I.P. Sarlacc. Uh, Black Chewbacca fucks up all the transdotions. Hey, easy on Whoa. the trans talk. Uh, those dinosaur-looking dudes at the bar. Uh, ABC Family Dinosaurs of Jace. Mm-hmm. Kind of looked like them a little bit. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Uh, like, a, like a thinner version of the dad. Um... Yo, we even got to see Chewbacca rip some freaking arms off. Yeah, that was sick. They'd be known for doing that. That's their thing? Yeah. Uh, there's a famous comment in um, either A New Hope or, uh, yeah, maybe it's a new, but, you know, there's like a reference to, you know, not, you know, you don't want to see, oh, fuck, what's the, what's the name of their species? Oh. Wookies? Yeah, you don't want to see, you know, Wookies like notoriously like rip people's arms off or some shit like that. And they make a reference to it in one of the earlier movies, and then in Solo, you actually see it happen, oh, where cool. he rips the arms off or whatever. And but that's like one of their things. That's why, like he was like he wanted to do it, and she's like, no, no. And then he just he fucking yeah. does it, does it anyways, which was fucking boss move. I mean, nice of him to only rip one off. Yeah, I mean, he's a thoughtful guy. Yeah. Um, you know, then we get. Uh, you know, Black Chewbacca joins the team. And that little drone dude is BC, hanging out as well. As we call him on the notes. Yeah, BC. Yeah, BC. <laughs> um, 
Episode five, Mando is back, and you best believe he's still got the dark saber. Mo effer, you, yo, you're not up to that episode. Uh, no, that was the last episode. Was I last, okay, great cool. app, great app, great app. Directed by our friend Bryce Dallas Howard mm-hmm. of Mandalorian fame. Let's go. Um, so yeah, dark saber is in full effect. Although it's cool because now, like, there's a. I mean, I'm sure it would have happened in season three of Mandalorian anyway, but you know where like that story's headed now. Yeah. Yeah, so I love cool. all that. Where did we leave off with uh, Moff Gideon? Uh, he let him live. Yeah, right? He let him live, but he just has the Darksaber now. Yeah. Because he was going to give it to that other Mandalorian, but... Well, yeah, you can't take it without winning it in battle, otherwise yeah. you'd be cursed. I yeah. heard Moff's trying to do a lucrative uh, meth business now. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. I, thought, I thought he put that behind him. <laughs> he might have, but I think he's going to pick it up again. Uh, unironically, or unfacetiously, I should say, What's like? The, what's the timeline of all this? I think oh, it's in comparison right. to like the Star Wars movies. Yeah. Um, th- isn't it right before the new trilogy, I, and right after the yeah, uh, Return it, of the Jedi? I th- or no? No, I thought it was uh, between. Yeah, it's between them. Uh, I thought it was between like Revenge of the Sith and A New Hope, right? In between that area. Oh, I thought it was. Or maybe you know, I don't know actually. Because I was gonna say I'm there's gonna like that up. A lot of technology in this that would have been useful in yeah, so some of the other Star Wars movies. Well, you know what? One of the scenes when uh, it, maybe you're not up to it yet, but um, when Grogu, no, yeah, I think when we meet when when we see Grogu again, you see them building Luke's temple, mm. his Jedi temple that yeah. he ultimately trains yeah, Ben yeah, Solo's yeah. in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's got to be before the the newest trilogy of movies. So maybe it's between uh, Return of the Jedi, uh, Return- yeah, Return of the Jedi and um, Force Awakens. Yeah. Hey, but if you know, write us. Yeah, please. Let, let us know how we fucked this one up. I'm looking it up right now. <laughs> this is why this is unofficial. Yeah, yeah. You know, you get away with a lot when you name your episode. Who gives a fuck? <laughs> uh, well, let's see what else we got here. Uh, oh, there's episode five. Let's see. Uh, Oh yeah, this yeah, this was obviously, you know, this was Mando's episode. Um Armorer gave us a little history lesson on the Saber and Mandalore. Um Mando stopped by TSA at Jace. Uh yeah, funny. had to check all his weapons before boarding. Thank God he got I thought there was gonna be some story in there where he lost the dark saber at that point. Me too. Um uh, what else? Oh, Peli Moto's garage. Uh, I think she's got a show on uh HGTV, uh <laughs> souping up uh, spaceships. Um, they they restore a pre Empire N one starfighter. Uh, I got I, I like this ship a lot better for Din Djarin. Uh, thing moves like a fucking beast. Yeah. Um, what else we got? Din Djarin hits the button, <laughs> tightens up the old evacuation port. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. So sorry, real quick. Yeah, go for it. Um, Mandalorian nine years after Return of the Jedi. Okay, but before Force Awakens. Yeah, way before. It, yeah. So Force Awakens is it's like thirty years, thirty four years yeah. after uh, Return of the Jedi. Yeah. Mandalorian is nine. Book of Boba Fett takes a place right after uh, season two of Mandalorian. Yeah, which is their place at the same exact time timeline. Nine nine years after Return of the Jedi. Yeah, and fun fact uh, too. You know, Luke's voice. They didn't get Mark Hamill to do the voice. So That's I don't know ridiculous. what they, I don't know what the hell they're doing. Yeah. Uh, cause he's heavy in that episode training Grogu. 
you know, and... Uh, it seems like he would have done it. Yeah, I don't know why... Yeah, uh, the article I read just didn't me- mention why they even did that, but it was uh, it was just saying, like, hey, if you notice, the voice sounded a little different, because... It was. <laughs> yeah, so that, that was weird. Uh, just give the role to Sebastian Stan, uh, or just have Mark... I mean, the guy is still alive, folks. Jeez. And he's still pumping out the great voice acting. Yeah. Uh, what else we get? Uh, Fennec shows up, recruits uh, some Mando muscle for Boba Fett. Uh, episode six. I think this is the last. Oh no, there's two. All right, Cobb Vanth. Who's that? Uh, dude from uh, fuck, what's that cowboy show that he was on? The actor Timothy Oliphant. Oh yes, fucking. He, he was uh, in Mandalorian. Oh, no, that. I know, but the, yeah, you're saying Cobb Vanth. I'm trying to. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Cobb, that's picture. his name. Yeah, he yeah, was yeah, in yeah. Mandalorian. Just for one episode, right? Uh, well, yeah, he had uh, Mando's armor or some shit. Oh, no, 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 he's the guy who had Boba Fett's armor. Yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah, yeah. Uh, Mando buys it. Yeah, yeah, he's like, you shouldn't be wearing that shit. Yeah. Well, he does. He does the does a mission with him. Yeah, and then gets the armor back. He's yeah. like, run your shit. Yeah. So he's he's back. You know, he's holding it down in Mos Pelgo. Uh, oh, justified. I wrote it in the notes. I'm fucking sitting there scrambling for the name. You stupid son of a bitch. And Santa Clarita Diet, which is an absolute. Banger of a show that got canceled. Oh, okay. It was a Netflix Drew, one? With Drew Barrymore. Okay. He killed three of the four Pike people. Let's one of them go. Uh, R2 takes Mando, Mando through the woods to a temple infested with ant drones and then shuts down. And so this is when he was shut down until... Oh. Force Awakens? Maybe. Did, did he get, get back up? <laughs> <laughs> Um, Anthony's dropping it down low in the studio for the folks that can't see what's going that on. That breakdown was so good. I was going to give you a beach. <laughs> Marlon Brando, a Jace. A lot of, a lot of info flying around. Yeah, last a week. lot of accusations. Let's <laughs> uh, see. Grogu and Luke are meditating. Shouts to Ahsoka, just creeping. Uh, Luke is a parkour master as well as a Jedi master. Meanwhile, back on Tatooine, Mando meets back up with Team Boba. Ashoka's the shit. Yeah. Shout out Rosario Dawson. Mm. Uh, then we get the Blue Man Group, Clint Eastwood, out-dueling Vanth and the Deputy. Uh, Luke makes Grogu choose between the Beskar chainmail armor from Mando or Master Yoda's lightsaber. Oh, um, damn. Yeah, big choice. Yeah, yeah, big choice there. Spoilers. Chooses the chainmail. <laughs> Goes back uh, to meet up with uh, Din Djarin. Uh, Boba and company set up camp uh, at the destroyed cantina. Blue man group Clint Eastwood, a.k.a. Cad Bane, meets up with the mayor and the Pike boss. We find out the Pike syndicate was responsible for killing the fucking Tuscan Raiders, not the biker boys with a Z. Uh, Grogu chose, uh, Gro- we said Grogu chose, ah, I can't say his fucking name, fucking Baby Yoda, fucking stupid name they gave him. <laughs> <laughs> fucking Dragon Ball Z Jace. Right? Isn't the Dragon Ball Z guy? Goku. Goku, Grogu. It's the same shit. Goku. Goku. Not bad. A G and an U. It's too similar. Remind me, I had to bring something up about Eastwood. Okay. Uh, Let's see. Take the X-Wing back to Tatooine. Reunite with Mando. Has a quick bite at Pelimoto's garage. Boba and Bane face off. Cad Bane, uh, in response to Boba saying he doesn't negotiate with, with gutless murderers, if that's not the quack to call in the stifling slimy. Ayo. Oh, the stifling slimy. Ayo. Uh, a, lot of, a lot of just great quotes flying around that fucking mean absolutely nothing. 
Jeez, what what's with dudes named Bane needing uh, hoses hooked up to their mouths? <laughs> uh, Jesus Christ, Steve. Uh, three families double cross Boba's troops. The Gamorrean guards go cliff diving. <laughs> uh, that's, yeah, I'm just remembering that scene. Uh, Black Chewbacca gets dogpiled. <laughs> Fennec snipes out the threat uh, to the mod squad. Tailhead delivers Boba Boba's middle finger. Offer to the Pike soldiers. That was a good uh, good scene. Uh, just th- uh, just when things look doomed for Boba and Mando, the people of Freetown show up in a freaking tank. Mod Squad and Black Chewbacca, a.k.a. Santo, join the party. Uh, Pikes bring the big guns, literally. Pelimoto shows up with Grogo. Uh, I can't say his fucking name, dude. I'm just not going to say it anymore. Grogu. Baby Yoda. Goo. Uh, we got Boba uh, back with his pet Rancor to F shit up. That was fucking badass. Uh, riding that beast. Uh, Boba and Cad Bane fade off, face off again. R.I.P. Cad Bane, or, or maybe not. Uh, Baby Yoda uses his Jedi Rancor whispering skills to put him down, and then snuggles next to it. Rightfully so. Uh, R.I.P. Mayor of Mos Espa, thank God. R.I.P. Pike Boss, thank God. Baby Yoda and Mando ride off into space at warp speed, directed by Robert Rodriguez. Only episode two uh, that was co-written. Um, this oh was that the last one? Maybe it was the last one. Is everything? Oh yeah, everything has been written by John Favreau at, up to this point. Dave Filoni co-wrote the second to last episode because it had As- Ashuka in it. Probably. Oh, probably. Yeah, yeah. I can't wait to finish it now. But like, I didn't know how much it was going to tie into Mando. Yeah, I mean, basically, they like when you get to episode five, it's like Mando throughout. Yeah, and then them being together and shit. I like that. Um, yeah. So. Because it really broke my heart at the end of the season two, where I'm like, is that it? That's the end of their story? Yeah, but, you know. Great, Surprise, bitch. Great show. Great show. Notes were just okay. Yeah. It, was, it was a recap. It was a recap. I'll tell you that. Yeah, I, I'm sorry recap. we didn't have any input. I just, I'm behind the eight ball here. Yeah, you know, yeah. It's, it's tough. You know, we probably lost a lot of listeners maybe 20 minutes ago. So, <laughs> What are we at? Uh, hour 28. All right. Yeah, it's not bad. We should get the hell out of here, though. Yeah, yeah, we can, we can fucking wrap her up. Fucking set her down. Um, Let's go. Swaddle her. One other thing I wanted to say real quick before we get out of here this week. Uh, another show that I love that just uh, premiered uh, February 23rd. They released uh, the first two episodes. Uh, it's an FX show. It's called Snowfall. I talked about it before. Right. Uh, it's They're starting. This is season five. And man. I fucking love it. It's a great show. Also, uh, damn, blanking on the main actor's name, but just throwing this out there into the universe, I think he would make a great Black Panther. I don't know where they're going with Black Panther. Uh, I know the sister's not really making a lot of people happy over there with her opinions and her... She completely pulled out, right? Oh, really? I think so. Oh, I didn't know that. I know she got like injured or something. Also, she was like anti-vax, so she was making... I think she said she was done. She's not doing it. Well, hey... You know, we know a lot of like bigwigs over at Disney and House of Mouse. Uh, you know, they're they're listening to the show. So I just want to say, you know, look at give this guy a look. I'm, a- so, I'm still on Victor Dandridge's team where they should just recast Black Panther. Yeah, no, I absolutely. I I think they should. And and um, well, let me just love out. you, Chadwick. Love Chadwick. Oh, Chadwick Boseman. Yeah, but yeah. you know, I I think we can keep going with T'Challa. I feel yeah, like his- you need to. His name, you know what? I'll just screen. I'll do the screen mirroring again, so you could see who I'm seeing. But here, hold on, this dude, uh, Damson Idris. Damn son, 
Idris. And like, if you see him, if you see him in in the show too, uh, you know, just something about him too. I don't know. I get like a Black Panther vibe. I think he'd make a good Black Panther. Yeah, he could pull it off. He kind of looks like Chad, but maybe maybe that's what it is. Maybe like his acting or something just like reminds me of him. Yeah. Um. But uh. Yeah. Just throw, um, just throw um, it out there. Team recast T'Challa. Yeah. Let's go. Bring you got to bring. That's an important. That's an important. Uh. You know. Character. For that community, mm-hmm. and you know, it's important that they're represented, and they have somebody as badass as that. Team. Well, I just think, you know, the, what Victor said was like such a a smart point. Where like, you could say that he's dead, but they always go and talk to the dead. Yeah. So what is he just not going to be there? Yeah. No, yeah. no, they got yeah. So uh, unless they want some like major plot holes and stuff. Yeah. You've recasted people before. Yeah. We could do it again. Yeah. Um, like, and it's not taking anything away. No, definitely not. It's not like you're gonna completely forget about the original Black Panther because it was such it was such an awesome character. Yes, I mean, and and you need to still have him, you know, going forward, or you acknowledge the fact that that Black Panther passed, and then you have yeah, you, a new you know, one. his dad was the Black Panther and he died, and then passed it to his son. So, like I said, if, if they're not gonna do like an angle with Killmonger potentially, or if uh, you know, obviously they they can go that route with the what if, and now the the multiverse and all that crap happening, you know, it's, it's a possibility. Um, you know, and then if, if the sister is out, give my man Damson, Idris, give him a look. He could put down the crack rock. I would love to. He's s- slanging it. He ain't smoking it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Facts. Yo, Brian and at the Christ. beginning of Black Panther, there was some drug deal type shit in the beginning, so let's go. You know what I'm saying? It fits in. Let's do it. Yo, keep it a buck. Keeping it two bucks. <laughs> two buck Chuck. Gross. Chickens go cluck. <laughs> Knuck if you buck. Anyways, I'll stop doing that because that's awful. Uh, <laughs> you know, hopefully this episode wasn't though. We had a good time. Hope you had a good time. That's going to do it for us uh, this week. Make sure you're following us on Instagram at unofficial underscore pod. Link tree in the bio for all the good stuff. Uh, you know, email us. You know, we still want to hear those lists. If you want to reach out to Anthony in the email. Let him know what he said about the Beatles and, and uh, Queen earlier. You know, hot takes. We want to hear it. Hi at UIPodcast.com. And then, of course, we got the website, Making Your Life Easy, with everything in one place, www.unofficialpod.com. Uh, enjoy the rest of your week. Have a great weekend. We'll see you next time. Peace. Yep. <laughs>